0: Welcome, and thank you for joining me for this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we can know how God wants us, His people, to respond. I'm Pam Christian, your host for the next half hour or so. Specific to extreme efforts for a one-world government, what you will hear today will prove we are living in highly critical times where every person on the planet who wants their freedoms must act. My guest has researched and provided us with clear-cut steps we can easily take to reverse the worldwide tyranny. And through trusted modern-day prophets, God has provided us with specific instructions to follow in partnership with Him to see His judgment and justice fulfilled. Be sure to listen to this podcast in its entirety and share with everyone you can so more people can take action against a global takeover. Listen to this clip of Maria Bartiromo with Senator Ron Johnson as broadcast on Fox News Mornings with Maria, shedding light on how COVID-19 was used to control the masses and advance the globalist plans.
1: I mean, it's, it's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why couldn't the American people know that, you know, there were other alternatives to treat COVID. Why why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019, prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. This is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, and what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed. But unfortunately, there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. But, you know, so, so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong, and they're going to do everything right. they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're, well, we're up against people- a very powerful group of people here, Maria. But you know, fortunately, you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself like John Solomon, other people that have the, the courage to report the truth against the mainstream media and against the narrative. But that's the only way this is going to be solved, is we need the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth, to be exposed to the truth, to pull their heads out in the sand, quite honestly, open up their eyes and understand what is happening in this country. We are going down a very dangerous path, but as a path is being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control o- over our lives. And that's what they're doing bit by bit. They do it by increasing ma- you know, massive government spending, increase the in size of government, uh, takeover of the WHO. These amendments that are coming up uh, that are going to be voted on in 2024, the WHO, are frightening, and they, they really risk taking away all of our sovereignty. Uh, people have to awake- awaken to the dangers of the moment.
0: Senator Ron Johnson talked about the World Health Organization and amendments that are to take place in 2024, but we have much more urgent matters that will impact us as early as September of this year. My guest will explain that in just a moment. As I've expressed many times, God, the very one the self-appointed elite are seeking to replace, will not be mocked. He has been busy for the past three and a half years, causing all evil, no matter where it exists, to be exposed so that when he administers his judgment, the people of the world will be in complete agreement for the evil to be dealt with. I'm grateful for honest reporters such as Maria Bartiromo and senators like Ron Johnson for bravely telling the truth. What the evil cabal would love to cause at this point is a tremendous civil unrest, so the people take to the streets in protest. They want to escalate a civil war where they can declare the people are in violation of the law and therefore subject to arrest. We should expect them to try to instigate riots and more using the same tactics they did on January 6th. Whatever you do, don't fall for it. Be sure to warn everyone you know to do all things according to the peaceful intent of the law. On the subject of the World Health Organization and the United Nations' efforts to impose a one-world government and strip every person on the planet from their sovereign health rights, I know of no one, more informed or helpful to all the people of the world than James Roguski. I lift James up as an example of what any human being can do who truly wants their life's efforts to benefit others. Far too many people in this world have lived for self for far too long, only to wake up and see what their selfish living has allowed. Especially those of us here in America, we have a tremendous privilege of our nation being established as a republic which comes with the responsibility of being engaged in our process of government. As my guest will explain today, because of our lack of involvement with government, we can trace the loss of our sovereignty in terms of health care back to 1948, when Congress sold the American people out to the World Health Organization. Gratefully, and thanks to God's work at waking people up to truth, we are at the precipice in history right now where we have a chance to reverse our losses. My guest, James Roguski, is a researcher, author, natural health proponent, and an activist who believes that the old systems are crumbling, so we must build the replacements quickly. In March 2022, James uncovered documents regarding proposed amendments to the international health regulations and was instrumental in raising awareness about them, which resulted in the amendments being rejected. James is now doing everything possible to expose the World Health Organization's hidden agenda behind their proposed pandemic treaty, as well as the World Health Organization's ongoing attempts to amend the international health regulations. James' vision for the future can be summarized by the phrase, out of the who and in with the new. You'll find the website and more information about James and his efforts in the show notes. Here is my interview with James Rogoski now. James Roguski, I am so glad to have you back on the show. There is a lot going on right now, and I couldn't wait to have you back because of these deadlines that are looming. Fill my audience in on what's going on with the World Health Organization.
2: Well, you know, they operate on a method that is unfamiliar to most people, but once I explain it, I, I think people will get it. Uh, they They have a thing called a silence procedure. And the idea is they tell the world they intend to do they they put it out there into the public and you have every right and every reason and every opportunity to speak up against it but if you're silent if you procrastinate if you just don't hear about it if you don't say anything if they're able to keep it a secret they somehow believe that that counts as your consent Mm -hmm. silence equals consent so there's a number of things that are going on as we speak where you know that's what's happening, and and so what I have realized is that I um, look for you know their notices. Sometimes these things hide in the Federal Register. You know the government tells you that they're going to have a public comment period, or you know maybe it's on the WHO website or the United Nations, and they say, hey, here's what we're agreeing to. Here's what we're go- going to be doing. If you have anything to say about it, go right ahead. But you know, you're not gonna hear about that in the media. You're not gonna hear about that in the newspaper. You're not gonna get an alert on your phone. Hey, it's time to speak up, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. And so um, I, I've been accused of being uh, Paul Revere. Uh, you know, um, The horrors are coming, the horrors are coming, pay attention and speak up. And so um, I'll dive right in if you want. Uh, the one that is most um, urgent, if you will, the United Nations a year ago um, scheduled a meeting on September 20th. And so all of the nations, 193 nations of the United Nations, are going to be meeting on September 20th to adopt a political declaration for pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. And the document has been written. They've Submitted it to all of the delegations, all of the member nations. And they're now going through a phase where it's like, well, if if you disagree with any of this, speak up. And so I'm speaking up. No, I don't think that we should give $30 billion to the WHO to double down, you know, by an order of magnitude. They want $30 billion for pandemic prevention when the entire WHO budget is only $3.8 billion a year. They wanna build out uh, laboratory networks to search for pathogens of pandemic potential, ostensibly so that they can fear monger us the way they did the past three to four years. And they want wealthy nations to help pay for state-of-the-art infrastructure in what I call a pharmaceutical, hospital, emergency, industrial complex, to build factories to make mRNA jabs in relatively poor nations. Now, on, on a very simplistic level, nobody's asking the people if that's what they want. Nobody's, you know, looking into did that actually save lives or did that harm people. No, nobody's actually questioning. Well, wait a minute, just because you find some genetic sequence laying around somewhere doesn't mean that we're in the middle of a pandemic. And everybody should be jammed to, you know, purportedly protect themselves against something that w- wasn't causing disease or death.
1: Mm-hmm. And and
2: so this is what's going on from now until September 20th with the United Nations. So that's the, the first track. And I'll keep rambling on if you want me to. Well, let um, me jump in the, at this second... moment.
0: Let me jump in at this moment mm-hmm. and and ask you a question because you said, "Okay, I'm gonna start that over." Let me jump in at this moment. Sure. You spoke about September twentieth of twenty twenty two, and now you're saying that that's what's going on now, a year later. We're coming up for a vote. Is that the idea?
2: Well, let me let me clarify. Um, last September they scheduled that they were going to have a meeting on September 20th of 2023, which okay. is about a month and a half from now. That's the United nations. Okay. And so I, I understand how this all you know gets jumbled in everybody's head. So track number two is a totally different thing. They're interrelated, but it's different. Most people are absolutely completely unaware that last May, And I should clarify, May of 2022, um, particularly the 27th of May 2022, the World Health Assembly, which is a meeting of delegates from 194 member nations of the WHO, did adopt amendments to the International Health Regulations. Now, a different batch of amendments that the Biden administration put forth were rejected, But then they sort of bounced back and got together with the United States, the United Kingdom, the European Union, Japan, Australia, Monaco, Bosnia, a couple of other nations, submitted a different set of amendments. And those were adopted on May 27th, 2022. That was a Friday. They didn't get around to notifying officially all of the nations till the next week. And so the deadline to reject that 18 months from last may is actually december 1st and so this is something that there's a cognitive dissonance out in the world where what the procedure should be and and the way people want to believe it should be is not the way the procedure is unelected unaccountable diplomats, bureaucrats, delegates, whatever you want to call them, agreed to adopt amendments to international regulations. They agreed to change international law. There is no procedure that requires that to come back to the United States Congress or Senate to get the advice and consent of the Senate. That is not going to happen. It doesn't even need to be signed by the president. This does not work the way people believe it should. And I agree, it it should not work this way. But the way it works is that unelected delegates have agreed to change or amend international health regulations. And unless President Biden or the leader of whatever nation around the world you might be talking about proactively sends a letter to the WHO to reject those amendments, they just go sliding right through. The authority to have anything to say about it was given away by Congress back in 1948. And I've been trying for well over a year to get people to understand that really the only solution is to exit the WHO, because our membership and our agreement to the international health regulations is such that these unelected delegates can change the rules. And Congress has nothing they can say about it.
0: Okay. Let me ask you a question at this point. You're saying in 1948, the United States Congress gave up our ability to have a say. Am I understanding that correctly?
2: It handed over all authority to the president, to appoint delegates to represent the United States at the WHO, it's not like Congress chooses the delegate and the delegate is, um, you know, has to um, talk to Congress about their actions. The delegate, which is the Secretary of Health and Human Services, is a member of the executive branch, and so the executive branch can reject the amendments, but we, the people and Congress, the Senate, you know, that branch of government cut itself out of that process.
0: Okay. So that means that we, the people do not have a say at all. It's just strictly a mandate from the president.
2: Exactly. And yes, we get to supposedly vote every four years for a president and hold them accountable. And we do need to hold them accountable But they're trying to ram these amendments through without even so much as a discussion. And so, the point, the take home point of all of this is we are 14 months away from last May. There are only four months left to even have a discussion about this. Now, in other nations, in Canada, uh, Australia, um, the United Kingdom, Official petitions have been lodged, you know, so that they force a discussion in their parliaments about these various topics. But in the United States, surprisingly enough, we don't have any such petition system. We have the opportunity, and I've put together a letter on stoptheglobalagenda.com. People can copy it and mail it to their, you know, it's like a personal petition. You know, you send a letter directly to your congressperson or senator and say, hey, You have been absolutely silent about this. Your congressional forefathers back in 1948 gave up the authority to the president to handle these types of negotiations. And here's what the problem really is. This is the proof of concept to show people, you know, we're in the middle of the reality that this is how amendments to international health regulations operate. That's just the drop in the bucket, what they did last year. They have a package of 307 amendments that nations have submitted that are being negotiated completely in secret. They're working their way towards being submitted in mid-January. This is the third track on StopTheGlobalAgenda.com they are secretly planning to make approximately 300 amendments to the international health regulations that once once the working group of all of these nations submits them to the who in mid january there's a four month period you know where that's obligated that they have to do that in advance but when the world health assembly meets again at the end of may If they adopt all of these amendments, they're not coming back to the Senate to be given their advice and consent. They're not coming back to Congress. And Biden doesn't even have to sign them. They just go forward. And due to the changes that have been proposed, the time period to reject those, the the president can reject them. It's going to be shortened to 10 months. Now, that's a wonderful thing in a certain sense, because the Biden administration had tried to shorten the period down to six months. Hmm. Since it's 10 months, those amendments could be rejected by the next president, whomever that may be, because that'll carry over from March of next year. I'm sorry, from May of 2024 to March of 2025. So I, you know, I'm putting everybody on alert that in regards to this, this needs to be an issue over the next year plus in every election in the land. Um, Whoever's running for president, whoever's running for Senate, whoever's running for Congress, do you support these amendments or don't you? Because the next president will have the authority until mid-March of 2025 to reject them excellent point that's an excellent point where's the public discussion where's the debate where's the awareness where's the transparency why is all of this being done in secret well i'll let you guess as to why they're trying to ram it through without anybody paying attention Mm
0: -hmm. all right so that's tracks one two and three i know there are four tracks total tell us a little bit about track four and then let me come back in and ask you some questions This is part one of my three-part interview with James, which highlights the extremely important deadline of track one. As you heard, there are four tracks, all that converge. But my goal with this and the next two weeks podcast is to provide you with enough information to help you take action for each track in time for the respective deadlines. Taking action includes telling as many other people as possible to listen to these podcasts and do what James has provided for each of us to very easily do. Our health sovereignty and that of the world population now and into the future is at stake, which we must understand is the evil cabal's most essential step for creating a one world government. To Review this first track involves a meeting the United Nations has planned on September 20, 2023. The United Nations plans to adopt a political declaration of the United Nations General Assembly high level meeting on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. This is to give them much more power than they have now. You heard James explain that the United Nations works on the basis that silence equals consent. This means if we don't communicate our objections now, We forfeit our right to object in the future. This is very serious. Be sure to visit the two websites James has to better understand the current four important tracks and download the letters he's crafted that we can and must send to any and all public servants of any nation. This impacts the entire world population now and into the future. And we must wake more people up to stop the efforts of the United Nations through the World Health Organization. Prophetically, according to the Hebrew calendar, we are living in the decade of the 80s, which is Peh, P-E-H, or the mouth. The current Hebrew year is 5783, and in September we roll into 5784. The fourth year in this decade depicts the door to the tent of habitation, or the door that leads to the presence of God. This coming year, in this decade, God is giving His people the opportunities to voice our objections to evil, to use our authority and power we have in Christ to close the door on evil and open it wide to righteousness. Remember, the power of life and death is in the tongue. God is observing His people to know what they proclaim, and with that, we have the ability to partner with God to see His will done or not. I encourage you to watch Eric Burton's explanation of the upcoming new year of 5784 on the Jewish calendar titled, Your Mouth Unlocks Doors. You'll find the link in the show notes. The deadline for this first track is September 20th, 2023, so please tell everyone you know to listen to this podcast and to take action using the forms and more James has provided. Time is of the essence, and this issue is vitally important to every human being worldwide. On August 10th, Julie Green posted the prophecy she received on August 8th, which said in part, and I loosely quote, Shout! Expose! Expose every lie! Expose every person! Expose all the corruption! Expose all the stealing! Expose the many trails! Of foreign business deals, the insider trading, the bribes, and all who are against you, against your freedom, all against the truth, all who are against your nation. Expose it all. Shout this, my children, and realize the power you have in your words. Do you not remember I created the world with words, and you have been created in my image? So use my words against their lies, against their oppression, against the globalists and their reset. My children, shout now, unite now, stand, arise, and awaken now to the truth to totally set you free today. I am on your side. With me there is no fear, no weakness, because I am your strength. So rise up today, children of Almighty God, and take your place of great authority upon this earth, and watch all of this before you disappear. End quote. I hope you recognize God is giving us who are alive today the opportunity to partner with Him, to see evil overturned, and not just for us, but for every person who will live in the future. And all of this is according to God's plans and purposes. Luke chapter 12 verse 48 states, To whom much is given, much will be required. And this makes me think of the parable of the talents or the minas, which jesus told as recorded in luke 19:11 to 27 and matthew 25:14 to 30 we read for those servants who took what their master gave them and used their ability to increase it they were well commended and given more but to the one who took what his master gave him and did nothing with it even the one talent he was given was taken from him and given to the one who had the most talents in context the person who was given a single talent didn't accurately know his master, who, in the parable, represents God. Luke nineteen twenty to twenty seven from the Amplified explains quote, Then another came and said, Lord, here's your mina, which I have kept and laid up in a handkerchief for safe keeping. I was always afraid of you because you are a stern man. You pick up what you did not lay down, and you reap what you did not sow. The master said to the servant, I will judge and condemn you by your own words, you worthless servant. Did you really know that I was a stern man picking up what I did not lay down and reaping what I did not sow? Then why did you not, at the very least, put my money in a bank? Then on my return I would have collected it with interest. Then he said to the bystanders, Take the mina away from him and give it to the one who has the ten minas. And they said to him, Lord, he has ten minas already. Jesus explained, I tell you that to everyone who has, because he valued his gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given. But from the one who does not have, because he disregarded his gifts from God, even what he has will be taken away. The master, or the king, ended by saying, But as for these enemies of mine, who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in my presence. End quote. I pray we all understand we are held accountable for our actions as well as our inactions. Now that you know the truth and the ability to act to prevent the advancement of evil is easily available to you, I hope you do not delay in doing what you can. Next week is part two of my interview with James Roguski, who has certainly been a point man in helping us all understand how the One World Order proponents have become empowered and are working to give even more power to the United Nations and the World Health Organization and what we can and must do to stop this from advancing. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting on social media where I can cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only apply apologetics to share truth with others, but to help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics into their respective ministries so more and more Christians know how to share their faith. Learn more using the link in the show notes. And should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. My email is by at If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience then together as partners. We will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope remedy for personal breakthroughs and the third is revive your life rest for your anxious heart there are two more in the series about the end times the first one is prepare for the harvest confidence in god's end time promises written for christians to properly understand god's plans for his people during the end times and the other is prepare for the harvest god's challenge to the church today it's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long prophesied billion soul harvest Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word truth at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax-deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax-deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, And I have some very exciting, money-saving America-first goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q-Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now all while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's Zstack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated, because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, You get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase, but to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is by at com. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.